show that we started two minutes after five. <coughs> the councillors should have a copy of the agenda in front of them, either on paper or electronically. Are there any uh, additions that are required? Hearing none, I'll ask if there's any deletions that need to be made. Hearing none, I'll entertain a motion to accept the agenda as presented. Councillor Needham, all in favor? So, <clears throat> we have a set of minutes from September the 11th, 2017, um, for, uh, for adoption. Why is that one so late? Your Worship, these meetings, those minutes were previously adopted, but it was brought to my attention that I made an error in the minutes numbering and had the year recorded at 07 instead of 17. Okay. Anybody identify any other issues that require remediation of some description? If not, I will uh, entertain a motion to accept the uh, regular council meeting minutes from September 11th, 2017. Mark Ford, all in favor? Okay, we've uh, now moved into this current council of minutes of the November 27th, 2017 regular meeting of council. Any uh, changes required there? Dates, motions, etc. You don't want to be doing this twice, otherwise we'll be here twice as long. <laughs> okay, someone going to put forward? I so move. All in favor? That takes us, uh, well, I assume there's no public hearing for Mr. Town. There's not your worship. No presentations? Uh, no, there isn't your worship. And uh, so we're at a set of bylaws. This is a request for decision on bylaw 2007, which was to amend bylaw 2003. And I understand uh, that it is really a clerical error that we're uh, that we're uh, correcting. Um, Mr. Mr. McQuaig, you'll uh, perhaps sketch it out for the podcast. Mr. Your Worship, uh, as and you are correct, uh, in bylaw 2003 that was adopted in July 2017 contained a typographical error and quoting the wrong section of the land use bylaw. Uh, so it is in fact uh, section 33 of the bylaw and not section 38 of the bylaw. Uh, that was quoted uh, originally in bylaw 2003. So this bylaw is just to amend the original bylaw and to uh, quote the, the correct section, being section 33. Any questions of Mr. McQuaid? <coughs> if not, I'll, uh, I'll entertain first reading on this bylaw. Mr. Needham, first reading to pass it. First reading to amend bylaw 203 seems pretty straightforward to me. All in favor? How about, did you vote in the negative? Mm -hmm. 
they take a check out of the fund, write it to them, and then they send it back to them? We, we, we can do that. Um, we don't know exactly what the costs are going to be until closer to the event. Um, right, but the new policy doesn't doesn't require that. No, are so we operating under the new policy, or are we under? We're under the existing old policy. Um, that was our practice when we did items such as um, uh, fees and whatnot charged by the town. We would issue that as part of the grant, and and they would return the money. Um, we don't do that practice for in kind type contributions. So, so just for something like swimming, uh, paying for the swimming pool hours that would be that kind of write the check get the check back kind of thing that's correct and permitting is another example so if, so if this was three months from now though we would just give them the in kind and not exchange checks that's correct and when do they need their uh okay now i will get to that later so we want to discuss these a little bit now or uh, just as they come up and then you can discuss it as it goes along so so uh any questions on the peace regional air show just so not the, i realize we got a long list here but just what went through my mind was so the in-kind services are thirty-seven thousand. they're asking for 10. so <clears throat> what would happen if we use the peace river regional airport model and and uh, with the partners so go back to the 10 which means six comes from our partners we provide four and all those in-kind services get put back in the budget and we don't lose any money it's just the four thousand or did i did i miss something well i don't think we would we could how can we get the how can we get the others to pay 24? Well, two, two, well, two ways. We could tell the proponent to go ask for that much money. Right. Uh, we would just chase the airport committee down the road. They would have to go to Town of Grimshaw, MD of Peace, County of Lights, and uh, Sunshine for, uh, for their appropriate allocation um, on the funding model we use for the airport. If that's too bureaucratic, and I, I guess it is, then it's, I guess it's Plan A again. But I, I was just trying to get away from thirty-seven thousand dollars. If that can go into the pot, and we only have to provide four thousand dollars, and the airshow then covers off all those in-kind services, right? That comes back into their budget. Well, it's not only. I don't think it's only airport. Isn't there some fire crew stuff as well? The, the other thing I wasn't clear about, it talks about three days in there. This isn't a three-day air show, right? This is a two-day air show, but it's <clears throat> one day of prep for the fire guys is what it is. That's the other thing I found a little confusing. I, I, I'm ready to move on, Your Worship. I, I just, I, I thought perhaps we could get others to, to buy in on this thing. Uh, maybe the other long-term strategy is rate the air show and the business plan for the airport and we'll can include it in the budget and we can ask the partners to fund it every other year but that's a strategy I guess down the road so so just to be clear on this one 
the in-kind contribution is an estimate of the amount of work that we put into to help facilitate the airship. Um, it's not actually cash out of hand. So what we're saying is we're taking, and I'll use 100 hours at the airport um, that we would normally use for just kind of general maintenance, is specifically going towards ground maintenance and other enhanced maintenance to, to spruce up the place for, for the airship. So we're really losing productivity rather than, than financial funds. Fire department's a little different. Um, the, there's a calculation there of having equipment there, apparatus, and that's charges so much an hour. We, we know that, and um, so we're not actually um, utilizing it per se. So there's no real financial cost. There's just opportunity cost there. There is a financial cost with the on-call or casual firefighters that we do um, house out there. I believe there's five. I might be. Um, there's a couple crews, and we actually have to pay them additional money. So there is um, a bit of a financial cost incurred rather than um, a reallocation of our resources to do our work rather than, than for the airship. So your concept of if council actually wanted to grant um, the additional money, the $10,000 plus the in-kind, um, your comment is probably reasonable. They may want to consider asking all the other partners for, for a similar type contribution based on, on the established ratio because... You know, no, I, I, I was suggesting not providing the in-kind, that, that those costs get charged back to the air show and they can, they can do whatever they have to do to come up with their $255,000 budget. But uh, that, that, that's fine. I'm, I'm comfortable with what's here, but uh, I guess as a final <clears throat> appeal, I, I, it is a regional airport. We've got regional partners paying it. If, 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 if this group is asking for similar money from the other municipalities, fine, but I don't think they are. Um, I see Mr. Shrum's looking at paper. I don't know if I saw that on there. But I, I'm, uh, I'm okay, Your Worship. We can, uh, we can move on to the next one. Question I have for you, Mr. Thompson. I understand you're on the airport organizing committee for this air show. So why why are they doing it in 2018 and not 2019, our centennial year? Um, they are on a, a model where they do it every second year. Models are meant to be broken. <laughs> I, I, I've got, I, I'm willing to bet if somebody Googled Canada snowbirds out of Moose Jaw, you would find that Peace River is in their spring warm-up circuit, and they've already booked Peace River, and I suspect it's based on their availability. That's been the case in past years. So it's, it's based on the fact that there's a major act available. And that could be, but going back to what the mayor is saying, um, we could ask them to amend their schedule and consider if a 2019 air show as a possibility. It'd just be 2018 and then 2019 and maybe they staggered after that, but you know, in terms of a Peace River 100 venture, it's, it's something we could definitely ask. Well, we do have the 50th anniversary of the bridge opening too. We can also have the airplanes fly under the bridge. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> okay, 
Hey, this isn't a Red Bull event. <laughs> Can we get that? <laughs> well, why don't you get on the air show committee? I'm sure there's a spot available. Well, I do believe, uh, just from Councillor Needham's comments there, I do believe that the this uh, group does go to all the surrounding neighbours asking for funds. Now, what funds they're asking for, I don't, I don't know. From uh, municipality to municipality, but I do know that they do um, go to our surrounding municipalities and do ask as well. Okay. So, so, so the air show that was la the last one that they did that was considered a financial success, was it? I don't, I don't think so. Okay, and I guess my other question is, did it draw quite an audience from Peace River and elsewhere that also spent money around the town? Yes, that's why I don't think it was a financial success. They didn't get as many people as they want. I think they might have broken even. So I, I'm kind of in favor of doing the, um, give them the in-kind and no money, and then have the talk with them about new policy which will include whether or not there's a check mark for whether or not they apply to others and just go forward so they can get going on it i guess okay uh peace river winter swim club we're not going to vote on it until we just one more question your worship okay uh d does the airport air show committee did they provide any uh um background as far as how their event went two years ago as far as where the monies were spent what their ticket sales were, la da da da. Just, just what I, just what I've attached to the letter, and then that was it. Uh, the town didn't provide any funding at all last no. the last show, so I, they didn't provide any financial statements okay. or anything like that. Yeah, they probably uh, they should probably be deferred until the next quarter anyhow, and redo their stuff, come up with a different financial plan. But anyhow, we'll peace uh, river swim club. Right, the uh, Peace River Swim Club is hosting the 23rd uh, Invitational Swim Meet on January 20th and 21st. Uh, in the past, the town has provided um, uh, funding for the pool rental, which is estimated to be $1,472. Um, they do bring in a lot of swimmers uh, from Edmonton, Hay River, Fort uh, St. John, Chetland, and it's fairly well attended. So what I'm recommending is that we provide them with funding to cover the pool rental. So did we already fund this group once in 2017? For the 20, yes, we did the 2017 uh, swim meet, but because of the um, how we are doing this by quarters, if they were to apply, we to apply late. to the next one, it's too late. They've already had their, okay. uh, had their meet. So what we're finding is that a lot of the applications for the last quarter Actually, for activities in the 2018. Okay. Next one. Uh, the next one is the Peace Regional uh, Peace Regional Women's Shelters Festival of Trees. Uh, this this uh, event actually has has already been held. Um, they are asking for fifteen hundred dollars in support for the uh, children's event that they held um, near the end of the festival. Uh, so what? Uh, recommendation is that the council provide the sh women's shelter 
funding in the amount of fifteen hundred dollars. But the event is over. The event is uh, by the time the application came in, it was it made the deadline for this um, funding round, but it was after their event. Right, but that's why we have these funding so that people don't put it after. Actually, the the application came in before their event, but it didn't fit into our funding round until now. Right, so it didn't fit in. So, so why is it here? Well, you came in. You're making an exception to the rule. No, this request came in prior to their event. But because their event happened in November, which is. I understand that, but that's why we they should have pre-planned. Anyhow, people can debate it later. But there's no point in having rules around and deadlines if we we make exceptions. Okay, uh, next one. Uh, the next one is for the Dance Society. Uh, the Dance Society is requesting a $3,000 grant um, to help host their spring event. Um, in the past, the town has, um, has sponsored them in the amount of $2,000 in 2016 and 2500 in 2015 and 2017. Um, recommendation is that the council provide assistance to the Peace Regional Dance Society in the amount of $2,500. And they, we give them 2000 in the past? 2000 and 2500 in the past. In 2016 it was 2000 in 2015 and in 2017. How many years in a row have we given them funding? Three years. And the, and the old, so not this current policy, but the previous policy, Ms. Uh, not Ms. Clark, but Ms. Bell. So when, when uh, oh, um, didn't, didn't we have kind of three, do it three times and you got to, it up. I, I think the original intent of the policy was to do that. However, the practice hasn't, that has not been the practice. So with the new policy suggestions and changes um, that are coming forward, I think you can put in that type of, it'd be hard to make a change now, is what, I guess what I'm trying to say. Because we really haven't followed that practice or that We've been uber nice. Um, so I noticed they want more money because they've got extra expenses this year because we're having bigger prizes. So the town, they want the town to buy it, pay for bigger prizes. And renting a portable van store. I don't believe, I don't, doesn't specifically say that, but no. um, the reason that I recommended the 2500 was that it was consistent with two out of the last three years. Okay, next one. Uh, the next one is the Peace River Chamber of Commerce, the Diamond Davis Business Awards. Uh, the Chamber is asking the town to sponsor the Community Involvement Award. Um, this is an award uh, presented to businesses, owners, 
or employees are involved in community groups in whose community work or initiatives have improved life, uh, life for their fellow citizens. Um, the town has sponsored uh, awards in the past. The last one was uh, in 2017 for uh, in the amount of $1,750. What um, the administration is recommending is that the council provide a $2,500 to the Peace River Chamber of Commerce in support of the Community Involvement Award. So, for that, how much do they actually incur with each award that they get? Like painting one of those statues can cost $2,500. I didn't ask for a breakdown of each award. So are they interested in keeping taxes low or uh, getting a donation? That's another <laughs> query I didn't make. Great. Next. Uh, the next one is the Carnival <coughs> de Saint Isidore. Uh, the Carnival is requesting uh, sponsorship uh, in the amount of $5,000. Um, in the past, Peace Service contributed $1,000 done that for several years but last year they did increase it to five thousand uh, what the administration is recommending is that council provide a thousand dollars toward a platinum sponsorship of Carmel so notice that you put the funding would assist a local group and would provide exposure for the town so when did they become a local as opposed to a regional group Okay, I will make a note that I make sure that it says regional rather than local. Question of Mr. Schramm. Okay, next. Uh, the next one is uh, triathlon uh, event sponsorship. The triathlon is requesting $2,500 in sponsorship for the 2018 um, triathlon, which they hold on the third Sunday of August. Of every year, um, they did request that uh, council um, commit to a multi-year uh, sponsorship, and uh, so I put in the section of the grant where council could do that. Not that they're not obliged to. Uh, I reviewed their expenses and uh, revenues and. Balance the budget, taking out the in kind, you know, they would need $1,099 to do that. So the recommendation is that council provide $1,099 in funding to cover the budget's shortfall, and the council not commit to annual funding over the term of this council, but instead have the group apply each year. This would allow the request for funding to reflect changes in budgetary needs for the event. So you looked over their budget and saw that they have a, they, they're going to run a deficit of 1000 call it $1,100, uh, but they asked for 2500 Nobody else, the Peace Dance Club, the other groups that, that you're giving 2500 to, they didn't give you enough information for you to do this 
do the subtraction, but you're willing to give them $2,500 because they didn't give you enough information. And these people, you're recommending we only give them $1,100. Well, I looked at all their budgets that I could, information, and this is one that I, I identified as being in a surplus if we give them the $2,500. See the uh, the next uh, sponsorship is tied in with the uh, triathlon event too, and I know I did speak to the group and some of my other counselors. So, kind of jumping ahead of the game here with the purchase of well, some let's sort of. That way, not jump ahead and let them speak. That's the next one on the list. Yeah, I'm just wondering if uh, part of that could be part of their sponsorship. Capital purchases is going to be handled and then you lost it. It's allowed. 
Yeah, they are. They are potentially allowed at the discretion of uh, council. Yes. And who's? I guess if we're going to purchase, if this is going to be a purchase item, who's going to operate and maintain it? Who's responsible? From my understanding, just with talking with the groups, I'm not sure if they spoke to Tanya or not, but uh, it would be that it would be stored at the ski hill. It would be under their insurance. They would they would look after it. Now the purchase would be with uh, with the town of Peace River logo on it and uh, and stuff like that. So. So and this is why the groups have applied as one because they they've been. Um, They've collaborated together, and I actually recommended they put in one application and not three or four, because that's more awkward. And this illustrates that the group is, they're working collaboratively by submitting one application. However, we choose to allocate the funds to which group, um, so it doesn't impact their future asks. You can see this as a separate ask, I guess, or not. Um, <clears throat> but they all have agreed. I've spoken with Amy Murphy and Lyndon Waits, and they've all collaboratively agreed that this is a great idea. They could all utilize it for multiple. Okay, this application is not from four groups, it's from one group. No, and I asked her to have, if possible, and she didn't think she potentially could get them each to sign the application in time for the deadline, because um, Amy was going in for. Never mind. She was not available for a period of time prior to the actual application submission. So the intent was to have each group actually sign the application, and obviously that's not necessarily what happened, but that was the intent. But your recommendation here is to send this request back and have them reapply. It is. I wasn't aware that they were had agreed to sign as one. And it might be nice if they actually did fill out the application as a group and they all sign it so then yeah. there's no yeah. misunderstandings yeah. in the future. The yeah. try Good idea. Try River Triathlon isn't until the uh, end of August. And same with Miserable Miles. And who are the other two groups? They have time. Yeah. Heritage Run and Ski. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ski Hill and uh, Heritage Run. So the running club. Yeah. They, they do have time. They're all. June and the onward events. I think the intent was they were hoping to have a plan so they could order the equipment, but they still have time. So our next consideration of grants to groups is when? The next deadline is? Uh, March 31st is the deadline for applications and they come to council the first meeting in April. So that's getting a little tight for this particular one, but operated for 20 years without a finish without a formal finish line but a piece of tape so one more year I just like the idea because it has a town logo on it but correct me if I'm wrong does this if this is deferred uh, back to the group for for uh, to decide what kind type of finish line do they want can that not come back to any council meeting or does it have to come back the next because they've already made their application you know we created this rules around it to prevent people from from, from this being a ad hoc process so yeah yeah why would we create these rules if we're not going to follow them? It's, it's, it, we need to work in an organized manner 
So why do we agree to the rules when, and now we're, we're making exceptions to the rules all the time? I don't know if we'd be making an exception to the rules because council's sending it back to ask for more information. But Warren, I, I was understanding that part of the, this decision being de about being deferred was to apply it to next year's budget as well, right? It could be, but it was also to find out which um, finish line marker that they were looking for. There was, there's two, but they didn't um, specify which one uh, was the preferred one. So I didn't feel comfortable recommending for them. I agree with Tom. I think that uh, they've used a thing of tape for a few years now, and this ask is just not ready. something like thirteen thousand dollars in the budget yeah that was left, left, yeah. left to um, and so all your with all your recommendations we would uh, we would if we followed your recommendations we would ha uh, spend what ten thousand with two thousand left over no we would spend we would overexpend the fifty thousand dollars by $2,343. Okay. And so your recommendation was to go over the budget. I didn't Finance want to. guy, you're recommending going over the budget. <laughs> what the hell's happening here? Budgets are made to be exceeded. <laughs> no, rules are meant to be broken. Yeah, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so who's going to find the money? You? Organizationally, we have enough money to go over budget here without negatively imperiling the town. The last variance report that council would received back in October was showing a significant surplus of, I believe, $130,000 or $140,000. So if council feels that these are all prudent requests and wants to uh, deal with them and exceed their budget, that will not financially harm the town because of our existing organizational surplus. Yeah, we, need some, we need some organizational discipline so people meet their spending on their budget. <laughs> Well, well, what are we going to use? That logic for everything? And it's a death by a thousand cuts then. Um, yes, and that, that is true. It is always best to come in under budget when possible. But again, taking a holistic view and um, realizing that there are other places where we have come in under budget that gives us financial flexibility in other places. I, I agree with what you're saying. It is best to come in under budget when possible, but so exceeding the, the budget the, is the variance was actually in, in water in water rates, right? In the water wastewater is that right? It was in both general taxes and water and wastewater. But remember, water the water rates are a user pay system, so it's not. So yep. we shouldn't be transferring user pay dollars into a general revenue. Um, Okay, so I would suggest that we keep to the budget. 
when people go through this. Well, the first one is uh, Peace Regional Air Show Association, and your recommendation was essentially to defer this matter. Well, you, my recommendation was to provide no no cash funding, but to provide the impact service, which would be next year's budget. Yeah, that yeah, the, the hours, the manpower, the labor costs would come out from. When is the uh, air show? I don't think they have a date set yet. I don't believe it's said in the documentation I that I received. I think it's got to do with tying in with the snowbird. And th there are no dates in here, and it doesn't say whether it's a one-day, two-day, or three-day event. I don't think it's three. But in the past, okay, I see two. So it's a two-day event. And there was no... Two plus a set. And there was no real business plan associated with just the budget that was submitted. Or were they just trying to get their get their marker in for next year? Like if we, if we're going to make this uh, in kind, why why would we talk about why would we deal with it now? Just to be clear, we weren't. I don't think the discussion was around having the in-kind funds come out of grants and groups. It was just to be, track it better. Um, so I, there was no real intention. I, I believe I, I never presented it that way. That in-kind type work would be um, doled out as a grant and then returned to us. It was just uh, an accurate counting and reflection of. Right. Next year, there won't be this doling out and getting the check back, like writing a check and well, having to hand it back. Well, there, there could be for permits and, and other types of fees, yes. That is the intention of, of the existing or proposed policy. Because the town does have a policy where we don't leave fees and we want to be very clear about that and consistent. So this air show group, they asked for $10,000 and admin is basically saying no to the $10,000 is the recommendation because the 10,000 didn't come out of the older expenditure on the 50,000 grants to groups budget line, right? Well, I think our, our recommendation is uh, acknowledgement that we already support them significantly through in-kind contributions, a little bit of actual costs, and there's no financial ability for the town to consider an actual request. That's probably the basis of our recommendation. Okay, and Mr. Needham, your recommendation was that in future years, this particular air show go to the airport committee, or how are you thinking that? Yeah, likely, my, my dreaming should be saved for the strategic business plan session, but it's if, if we're gonna do this every year, and back to my point about getting money out of the regional neighbors, why don't we put it in the business plan the airport I, I realize it's well, perhaps it's an airport economic development event but then the partners see the budget and and when we go back to our regional partners and negotiate the new rate for next year or future years um, it includes all the costs whether it's 
creators or electrical systems or air forward extensions or maybe an air show. I'm not sure if that's a stretch or not, but at least if we get it in the budget, um, there's an opportunity to cost share it as opposed to the group going on bended knee or us going on bended knee looking for money. But uh, um, so again, the bottom I, line is they, they applied for $10,000 and we don't have the funds to give them $10,000. You and you can have a back channel conversation where you, you say, well, we'll, uh, we, we give you in kind monies and and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll work it that way, but their application for, was for $10,000 and we're denying it, right? That's the recommendation. Just a question, uh, Your Worship. Is the, uh, the in-kind guarantee on the fire services out there pendant on their application for the air show? Fire suppression is, is mandatory. They can't have the show without fire suppression. We'll be talking with uh, Chief Harris crews are, he will have the crews ready to go out. So whether, whether that is in kind or whether they're paying the whatever dollar value of that is. I think part of the, the purpose of the report was I was trying to find out what it cost us. Things that we provide that the other municipalities or other groups don't provide economic cost of that. So the town without giving them a check is contributing over thirty thousand, like thirty seven thousand dollars of benefit for them. I guess my question would be then um, if if they don't get if they don't get the ten thousand dollar asset they're asking for, um, do they have to have a decision from this council on the in kind portion of it in order them in order for them to be successful in hosting an air show? I'm not sure if in the past the air show has come to council and asked for um, a motion for the fire suppression. That, that I don't know. Councillor Ford, I think from an administrative point of view, we were prepared to um, provide the in-kind uh, work, um, plus the additional costs associated with those to make it a successful event. It does, and we have we have included that in the budget. This is ten thousand dollar application on our grants group, correct? And the recommendation is don't deny them this application to, uh, for ten thousand on the grants group. I, I follow the discussion, Your Worship. I, I'm okay on the ten thousand. We're not doing that. I guess my only point again, what I'm trying to make is if there's $37,000 of expenses here, there's a chance on the regional airport model to take 60% of that number and share it with our partners. And that's all I'm driving at. So what, why are we paying up $37,000 of in-kind Canadian tire money or real money when there's an opportunity to, to, to move 60% of those costs to the, to the other partners? That, that's the only point I'm trying to make. I don't want to belabor that, but yeah, I'm not going to belabor it. So let's let's vote on this one. So what's the motion going to be on this one? Um, I'll move that uh, council do not provide funding to the Peace Regional Air Show Association. And 
Because the will leave it there. Yeah. All in favor? Okay, uh, Peace River Winter Swim Club. Uh, $1,472. Uh, their, their event is on January 20, 21st. There isn't another deadline for them to uh, accept if you do the after the fact, which yeah, I, I'm not keen on after the fact applications. So, uh, so they need they need to know one way or another. So what are they going to? And we we always waive the fees for these for the events. Right? Well, we've always provided a top of grant for the for the fees. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. You're the finance person, and I saw that we talked about, and we'll come to it, about making sure that the, that the event is run in a deficit, and our grants groups does not cover their loss. So oh, that's a different one. I think that Peace yeah. River Winters... So I understand oh, that, Tom. Yeah. I'm just or Your Worship, I'm just saying that uh, we're saying in one place we're going to try to make sure that it's a, that event is sort of you know, comes out in the even, but this one we're still coming out at about what is that fifty dollars difference? Okay, you're saying the swim club will be fifty dollars. They say the the net loss will be if it about fifteen hundred dollars, sixteen hundred dollars. Is that including our is that including our don our um contribution? No. It didn't look like it to me. No, it doesn't it doesn't look like it. Um Oh yeah, it is pool rental and yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I I was I was looking for something different. You're right, which is still they may they may be under maybe showing a loss, but they may have to adjust their um, meat fees. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and that was part of the discussion uh, last year when we in January when we. They give them a grant was um, for them to review their fee schedule and, and have you know don't rely totally on the town for, for you know their uh, shortfalls. Right. Because that is still that's still quite a bit different because. They're saying room rental, pool rental, and meeting rooms is two thousand. We're only looking at fourteen seventy-two. Yeah, I uh, that's their budget is two thousand. I mm -hmm. uh, sent an email off. I think I attached it. Um, I've got the oh yes the breakdown from mm -hmm. from the pool itself on what they did in previous years. Right. I mean, I'm totally in favor of it. I just just yeah. comments from my yes. Yeah, we don't want to be treating people differently. When somebody says, well, I want you to cover off my deficit, and somebody else would say, we'll, uh, we realize the deficit is ours, and what we're really only entitled to is the rent on the facility. Great. So who wants to make a motion on this? I'll move. Uh, to grant them. I'll move that the council provide funding for the Peace River Winter Swim Club in the amount of 1472 Okay, all in favor? Passed. So next one is um, this is dance club. The next one is I believe the Peace Regional oh. um, Festival of Trees. Festival of Trees. 
So can I just confirm some dates here? So on the application, it's got a stamp received September 21st, right? And then the date was November 20th. And Mr. Mayor, you're thinking they should have applied back in August or whenever we previously considered the grants to groups application. Is that what you're thinking? Well, I think the reason why we put in these dates is to, to deal with to try and deal with them, have them all come at the same time, deal with them in a fair and responsible manner, but also impose some organizational discipline on these organizations so that they're, they do some organization and preparation and be aware of what's happening rather than, oh, geez, we ran a deficit or, yeah, why don't we just throw this in there and see what, see if we can get some go out fishing and see if we can find some, get some extra cash. Your uh, Worship, I have to say that I'm really excited about the changes that we've made to the Grants to Groups application. It's a uh, cleaner form, having um, been on the, you know, submission side of things. I'm not sure whether our Facebook or the front cover of it says, this date is the date that your submission needs to be in for a time frame for this to this. Are we, do we have that kind of clarity in there, Tonya? I, I believe that's been how this has been advertised for the last not quite year. Oh, right. So, so it does actually say yeah. submission by this date Correct. for events that are considered in this time frame? I, I think it says submission by X date for this quarter. I'm not sure the wording in regards to it has to be prior to your event, no, Alan, or... No, it doesn't say that. It just says submissions yeah. have to be in by this date to be considered for that. So that might be some clarity we can provide, yeah. I'm just curious if this is just a, a time, like I agree with drawing the lines somewhere, and I like the, the new policy, but um, is this just a timing issue because this is the first go-around of... Uh, Doing the grants to groups this specific way, so they just kind of caught, got caught in the middle as the policy changed. It takes groups about a year to catch on to changes that we make um, or that are made uh, more globally. That's this policy, my experience. This yeah. policy wasn't in place. No, last it, year. Policy. The policy was, it's our practice hasn't been to adhere oh, to the okay. policy. Okay. So we're, we've attempted to adhere to the policy and Mr. Town and, and uh, Mr. Schramm could speak to the timing of that more in the last year. Hey, I don't even see a budget with this. So we, we, we've always requested a budget. And don't tell me it hasn't been our practice. No, that <laughs> has been your practice. And I don't even see, I don't even see a budget with this. There, there is there is the budget um, second from the last page that's part of the application process. What? Where? So Where is this? I don't so we've got a page that's the the first page of the application. We don't have other stuff. Other stuff. Yeah, I don't have I don't have a budget. Oh, I, there is, there is one on, on my 
So did they did they need the fifteen hundred dollars, or are they have they run a deficit, or what? I have not asked on this specific event. It is a fundraiser, so they probably would. Uh, they probably would uh, run a profit rather than uh, break even because they are trying to fundraise. Somebody wants to make a motion to make a motion, but I'm going to vote against this because it came in after the deadline. received between September 1st and November 30th will be presented to council on December 11th and the application was received on the 20th of September so they would have had the information that they would not have had a decision right. prior to the 11th of the December. application was completed but the event was also completed before uh, I would put a motion on the floor your worship to decline the women's shelter application okay all in favor you know, if you wanted a recorded vote, you have to say that before the vote. Oh, <laughs> what's that? Oh, I'll explain okay. the procedural part. <laughs> if you want to embarrass us and, yeah. and make yourself look like a hero, you can ask for a recorded vote, but you have to do it before the vote. You know what? I okay. We've we've already voted on it. Um, I felt I feel like the discussion about how we have. Um, or allocated our funds in the past um, is a pro is a change in process and uh, you know we are introducing a new application next year um, along with sort of a new bit of energy and that would be the more appropriate time for us to change our uh, allocation plans yeah, that's we, just how I'm feeling yeah, about I it. felt that 12 months ago when we changed it but, it did the, but the new application hasn't changed, right? It doesn't change until January, correct? It hasn't been approved yet. Uh, let's get on policy. that. Okay, thanks. Okay, the NAPS Club, right? <coughs> so $2,500. And what are, so can we just, uh, where do they hold this event? At the Basque Hall? They're getting it. They have an application. They're talking about a portable dance floor. In in the last few years, it's been held at the uh, separate school system. By Mary. This one says Peace High in their written application. So. Oh, yeah. Peace so on, on page 50, on the briefing, it was page 53 at the bottom. Oh. Hmm. So we're going to, you're suggesting we give them 2500 They asked for 3000 but they're, they're not, they're not holding at a town facility, so... 
Your Worship, they they can't dance at Athabasca Hall because the floor is not, they're not able to dance on that floor on that stage. The stage isn't big enough. The stage isn't big enough and the floor isn't in, I don't know when we repaired the floor last, but. No, it, it's not the flooring, it's the stage size. Or if they're looking for a sprung floor, it's not sprung. Don't you hold that gymnastics? It's not big enough. <laughs> Make the tickety tackety sound even. I'm just noticing on their, like their, their total revenues at 9,500, and they're asking for 3,000. So their, and their applications are 500. So they're pretty much asking us for everything. Like their 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 fundraising doesn't seem to be very diversified. Is what I'm saying. Well, there's corporate funding. There's other people yeah. they could be going to that maybe they are and they've gotten those all over the place, but we can't be the only ones. Is my uh, is my view of it. So, would you suggest a different amount than what had been is recommended, or? Well, if we're talking about holding to the fifty thousand, we're already going to be two thousand overdrawn, and our recommendation is twenty five hundred here. I would put it at a thousand bucks. Sounds like a motion to me, your worship. I will make that motion. <laughs> you can vote. People can vote no and put another motion on the table if they're if it's defeated. So, all in favor of Mr. Scanlon's motion. Against. Okay, uh, the next one is uh, the chamber. So, Twenty five hundred. So, Mr. Mayor, in looking at their budget, yeah. it appears that their total budget includes this 2,500, which is maybe not necessarily just for this particular award that they're suggesting we uh, add the town's name to. That's what I'm being right. So do you think they're asking for more than they yeah. Well, Your Worship, the Oscar awards probably don't cost <laughs> the statue. Maybe doesn't cost the the price that people sort of pay to get into the event. It's at least gold plate. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, this is gold spray plate painted. Now, <laughs> but an award usually awards aren't the, to my understanding, uh, they don't have the same uh, or costs as they do. Um, like they don't they're not worth what you pay for them right uh, so I, I believe this is a contribution to a, to an award that would then be the town's award at the chamber so the town of Peace River sponsors the community involvement award of which all members of the town including including our council will be able to you know nominate and then again vote on who we think is, should be an ideal recipient to this award uh, I think it's a really good opportunity for the town to participate in the business community. So, other 
So total revenues. Well, uh, you didn't include this budget on the page either. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you were going to make a point here, uh, uh, Deputy Mayor, that the way I was interpreting that is they were asking for the sponsorship of this Davis Award, and to my way of thinking, they then referred to that as $2,500. But I understand what Councillor Downing is saying. Apparently, the, the $2,500 also includes uh, two VIP tickets and preferred seating at the event. So maybe that would make it. <laughs> Does Don't we usually buy a table at this event? I was just going to ask. So we buy a table plus they want $2,500. That would be correct. <laughs> so, where is it? Because it, it says other grants, donations. Is buying a table considered a donation? Or. Because I don't see ticket sales or tables or seats. I, I'm just not seeing that on here. So, I'm, that's all. Well, the, the, the cost of the contracted services and the food and the administration would be the expenses for that and they would recruit that sort of in the ticket sales i'd say byron yeah do we know what we paid for a table last year no sorry if i was guessing i would say 800 So in the new form, format, are we going to get a better, more detailed breakdown of budget? Like, this doesn't actually tell us anything, does it? Does, do you get a lot of information on that? No, it's not an ideal format, but it is what we have, so I try to work with that as best I can. Right. And I do, I do try to get additional information when I can. Your Worship, I, I know we gave them seventeen fifty last year. Uh, in keeping with the uh, the former uh, motion, I'd suggest a, a different amount. I put a motion on the floor that we uh, provide two thousand dollars. And as far as buying a table, uh, let's talk about that when the time comes. Okay, you got a motion on the table. The, the motion of changing it to 2000 then may just be a donation and we would no longer sponsor an award. So what that could mean is that other towns or regions, because it is the Peace River Regional Chamber of Commerce, uh, could be now sponsoring the community award and what we would have done is donated $2,000 to the event. Okay, I would change, change my motion to read that the $2,000 is specifically for the event as described. And if the chamber isn't prepared to do that, then we'll talk about it, I guess. The community involvement, my motion will be to provide $2,000 for sponsorship of the community involvement event. Award, sorry. Excuse me, Councillor Needham. I don't know that, that this, is a, this isn't something we get to set the amount for, right? I mean, that would be like the town of Peace River hosting an award session, and we're saying 
that costs you, you know, um, as a sponsor, $500 to be the volunteer of the year sponsor. Um, and then you come back and say, well, we only want to give 400 to that award. That isn't, that isn't how we would have set up the program. And I, and I would speak to the cost changes as they've just changed their program. They've been literally trying to run the Davis Awards on a shoestring. That's basically what they've done. Who was on the chamber last year? They might know that. Terry, Terry, I think. Well, it says last time we went in as a supporting partner, so we would just not. We would, the other option, I guess, would be to defeat the motion and go in at 2000 as just a support or less. So, what's your motion? <clears throat> Well, uh, I'll just uh, revert back to my original motion, and I think we'll make a $2,000 contribution. And uh, you're not, so not, it doesn't, because that was the original motion, uh, so it doesn't involve sponsorship or anything like that. No, apparently we're going to be buying collateral materials with whatever those are. So counseling, I can't say whether they will say, okay, we'll take the $2,000 and, and a, you know, align it with that sponsorship. I can't speak to that. I'm just saying that that is the risk. But we will talk to them if council does approve this and see what the options are around some type of promotional or, or whatever, what options might be available to us. Do we have a council meeting before their awards date where this could be brought back with that information? Uh, this is yeah. end of March or end of January? Yeah, this, uh, this isn't until January, isn't it? January 27th. Yeah, we have yeah. 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 lots of time. We don't need to be discussing grants to groups for the next four weeks here. Mm -hmm. So why don't we defeat this motion and then put in a number and say that it has to be uh, that is for the, like you put in an original motion, you should go with that, defeat it, and then come back for the sponsorship. Um, uh, tie it in with the community involvement award. And if they don't, if they don't want us to be a sponsor for it, uh, they don't have to take our money, I guess. How's that? I, well, so I, maybe I need to be clear. So your worship, you're suggesting my original motion was we provide $2,000 full stop. So you're suggesting that we, we should vote on that motion? Yeah, and then, well, and I would recommend defeating it and coming back and tying in X number of dollars, whether it be 2000 or whether it be 1500 or 2500 in with the sponsorship of the community involvement. Councillor Downing risks losing both of those motions. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but what the heck, that's democracy at work. Exactly. <laughs> we might not give them anything. Yeah. Okay, uh -huh. so your first motion was. My first motion was. I don't know if you can actually then make a motion that kind of juggle it around afterwards. Well, I, I, you're, you're likely right, uh, but... Uh, oh, we're voting on the original motion. All in favor? Which is 
$2,000. My, my original, just for my colleagues and uh, those on podcast land, my original motion was $2,000 to the Chamber of Commerce and uh, that would be directed towards the Davis events and they can do what they will with that money. On the, on the floor, Your Worship, to provide $2,500 to the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce for the sponsorship of the Community Involvement Award. Okay. Uh, all in favor? Against? Do we have another motion? Just because I'm not 100% clear on the protocol, um, so can we, instead of make a motion, can we make a recommendation at this point to determine whether there is some latitude in the amount as it aligns with the community sponsorship, or the sponsorship of the Community Involvement Award? Is that a thing? Can we make that recommendation? Is that how that works? I'm not sure about the protocol on that. We need to move this off our plate, so I just turn it into a into a motion and you, so you would you would have gone with 2500 you could put 3000 but, but, <laughs> but you, could. you could why don't we just go with 2000 tie it into the involvement thing and see what and see what shakes out who wants to make that one i'll make a motion i'll make a motion for well, how's my how's my math here 1250 towards that award and they can seek out another sponsor and we'll share it Okay, so uh, Mr. Scammerhorn, with the wisdom of Solomon, has suggested that we uh, cut the baby in two. <laughs> <laughs> That's online. I'm going to stop. To, uh, to donate $1,250 to the uh, sponsorship of the Community Involvement Award. Um, and with the willingness to have a co-sponsor for the award. Would that be what you were saying? That is exactly what I'm saying. Okay, all in favor? Okay. So we're saving money with each one of these. It's a tough slog, but we're doing it. I think we might even have a surplus in this budget. <laughs> okay, next one. That's the groups. Carnival de San Isidore. I kind of like your recommendation on this one. Because we gave them 5000 last year, right? Yes, last year we uh, went with a partnership. Uh, so, uh, so they, they've got They've got bronze, silver, gold, platinum, and partnership level. Is that right? Correct. And do they have a six category royalty? Ten thousand? <laughs> I didn't see. And uh, I did look up last year's um, in their vendor and the it check. Requested. And we did provide a five thousand dollar check. Okay, so your recommendation is, and is there anyone willing to take him up on his recommendation? 
I'm wondering if I can understand why our sponsorship went up so significantly last year. What what happened with the event that it needed us to increase our sponsorship by four thousand uh, dollars? I think we just wanted to put out the olive branch to Sunshine County. Okay. I suspect so. I'll make a motion. That the council are we ready or do you repeat what I'm speaking? Okay. The council provide the thousand dollars towards the platinum sponsorship of the Carnival to Saint Isidore. So I'm looking at um, the chart of um, what we paid last yeah. year, and I'm looking on page one, I think, oh, five or six down. I think it says total granted was a thousand dollars. Uh, and I'm reading here, and I'm reading total granted oh, being a thousand dollars as opposed to the requested five. In, in the column, oh, yeah. seventeen. Yeah, I read five thousand two. But so if you that, keep going across, it shows up. But the the twenty seventeen was what we gave them, and they came out in January. I can go back and check when I. Sure, when I looked up the vendor, it was a thousand dollar check that was, and that could be my uh, typing error, my part also. Because you have the 2017 requested was five thousand, and according to our website, we gave a thousand last year. Is it? Yeah. What did you say on? According to our web posting from February 13, 2017, we gave $1,000 to the Carnival of the St. Isidore. Oh, okay. okay. I think we were asked for five grand and gave a thousand. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we weren't. I did. Okay. But the motion still stands. That's $1,000. All there. This doesn't happen until September. Why? I realize they want to know how much they're, they're going to. It's it's nice to know beforehand, and I applaud their uh, organizational skills. But I'm wondering if we can't defer this one to next year. If I can return to them making that recommendation to them, yes. Well, what was some of the criticism, even on this one, that the... Actually, this was one of the better ones put together, wasn't it, in terms of budget? Because you were able mm -hmm. to figure out... Mm -hmm. Again, I just looked at the basic numbers that were there. And, and I mean, you're correct, if closer to the event, they may have more solid numbers to work with. So according to our schedule, when would they need to submit this before so that they would be on time? 
It would be probably best to submit it by June 30th for the... Well, I, I was thinking that we would decide in the first quarter. And I can include that in my letter as the date, please you know, include by March 31st to be included in that. Your Worship, though, if at this point we're saving money, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's in our best interest to process this through this current fiscal year rather than yeah. holding on to it. And even though your recommendation is for 1100 if they uh, get a little extra now, they can save it each year and buy their own uh, finish one. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not support that. <laughs> well, they asked for 2500 so somebody can make a motion. More or less, or right on the money. Where are we at in terms of the balance for the motions we've yeah. passed so far? What Has anyone been keeping a running total? I haven't been named, I should have. Mr. Town usually does that, but I see that he's got something else on the We've committed the $3,472. That's the commit, uh, committed amount. I'd have to map it back and see how much oh, it's okay. there. So we had... There was $12,000 sorted in the account, and we spent $3,000. $3,400. So the $9,000 left, give or take. Okay. This is the last one. On this one. I'll move that um, the council provide the $2,500 in funding that was requested by the Tri River Triathlon group. And they actually showed up in person. So. Okay, all in favor? Yes. Everyone again? Everyone again? Don't pass by overwhelming consensus. So whatever's left, we can put it into the uh, town of Peace River finish line. We we could, yeah, yeah. Well, that's another question. Decisions we can make a motion on that. But I think you need to figure out who's going to keep it, who's going to maintain it. They're thinking of ski club is. Well, the information that I had is because I spoke to those people, but I do agree with uh, with Elle on this one. It should go back and get everybody's signature on it and uh, bring it forward again. It's not ready. Everyone's signature and their final decision on which one they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. They don't even know which one. They, they gave us two. They should have picked one. Your Worship, I'd be willing to put a motion on the floor to defer this to a later meeting. So, but that then is against uh, waiting until the next term because it seems to me we have the discussion. So, by later meeting, that means after March 31. I think Orrin's point was that because it's already been submitted and all we've asked is it go back for more information, I don't think that is asking for a new submission, is it? Uh, we, we need a new submission. There's no, there's no there's enough information.
so they should make a, they want it under grassroots groups, so they're going to have to, you know, in the next cohort. But you said that they have been, they, you were encouraging, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to reject them after you telling them that they were doing things right and then we're like, no, 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 Tony was wrong, sorry, you should have done it differently. That's okay, if I'm wrong, I can, I'll own it. Um, the, the conversation I had with them was, they were debating whether they waited to put it into the next one or put it in this one. They chose to put it in this one. So I don't think it'd be a problem to defer it to the next cycle if you require more information. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. So the only issue is the $10,000 that we supposedly saved from this year is no longer there next. It doesn't carry over like that is my understanding. That's correct. Now, if this is something that council feels strongly about and wants to fund, but they're just waiting for the right application to come in, a motion to take X dollars from grants to group and transfer it to an operating reserve to come back into our 2018 fiscal year so there's no budget impact would be appropriate. You know, we, we can do that to, to cash manage this instance. option also or as I said if you need to exceed the budget to okay the bottom line is they didn't give us enough information they're, if they went from grants to groups they're gonna have to go through the procedure that they gave they're gonna have to make like there isn't enough information here we don't even know which one they want but Orrin has made a motion though right Orrin just to defer it Oh. What do we? So we can do two motions. We can deal with his motion, then we can deal with the leftover. We can deal with the leftover money in the next, in in another motion, and and then be done with it. Just so it's not like we we've, we've committed fifty thousand dollars to support groups in Peace River, and we haven't hit the number. So we're not saying we're not we're not saying we're just gonna forget about it and only commit forty seven or forty five. We're saying we're gonna spend it later when we get better applicants. We're going to invest in the town. We're just going to invest in smart. That's all. Well, deferring it is you're just going with the same. You just go through the same process with more information, right? So what's the point of deferring it? So what's the point of deferring it? We have that council statement, but how can the organization reapply once the decision has reached? Yes, Your Worship, I would uh, reword my motion to read that council send the request back to the organization to reapply once the decision of which marker to purchase has been made and signed by four, the four different groups. Okay, all in favor?
So, excuse me, Your Worship, what about Byron's comments regarding the other, what what did it end up being? Around 9,000 that we didn't issue to grants to groups in 2017. I'm looking at you, Greg. <laughs> I think what Mr. Town was going to say is council was very respectful of the taxpayers' dollars. And we, we, we went through applications and we just didn't spend money frivolously and we ended up with a surplus. That's what you were going to say, right? Yes, something Thank very you. similar to that. The other thing is we do have 2019 coming up. So if we've got 9,000 left here, we might have a little left in 2018, then we can uh, make 2019 a banner year. <laughs> yeah. But that's not how it works though, right? Well, actually it, it kind of, sorry, it does. So any money we do not spend, goes into our operating surplus, whether it's an operating fund or tax rate stabilization, mm -hmm. which could be used for future costs if council wishes to utilize those funds. So yeah, does yes. it go back to Edmonton yes. or to Tokyo or <laughs> not a cost center? Fair enough. Worship in council before you is a report uh, requesting a motion to approve an interim budget. Uh, this budget would be for operating purposes only, and it it really just maintains the status quo and gives town staff authority to spend um, money and incur expenses um, until the the formal 2018 budget is approved, which we expect will be. Um, sometime in early February based on our, our timeline. Um, so it is a requirement of the MTA where we need to adopt uh, the budget and um, we may adopt an interim budget as per section 242.2 of the MTA. Um, so staff is recommending uh, an interim operating budget on 50% or half of our 2017 um, <coughs> operating costs. Uh, so the motion would be council approved 28 in 2018 interim operating budget in the amount of eight million seven hundred and sixty-five thousand five hundred eighty dollars, which is based on fifty percent of the approved 2017 operating budget, as detailed in Appendix One. So my question to you, Mr. Town, is if you uh, anticipate us uh, finalizing the budget and passing the budget by the end of February, what do you? 50% of the 2017 operating budget. Why not 25%? 50% is a nice round number. There is no real rationale um, for the percent. It's just at 50% then we would not be coming back to council if the budget process extended into March or April. Last year, what was 
motion last year? The motion last year, I don't know the exact number, but it was eight point six million dollars. Um, so it's about a hundred, hundred twenty, hundred thirty thousand dollars left, I believe. No, but what we had a similar uh, motion last year. So did we make it twenty five percent or thirty or fifty? No, it was fifty last year. Okay. Your Worship, I, I believe this is quite a common practice in local government. This is, uh, I guess we could debate the number, but does the MGA provide any guidance on the number or it varies from municipality to municipality? It's certainly the practice of interim budgets is common, but I'm not sure about the number. Is, is, is there a recommended number, I guess is the question? No, within the MGA, no. Okay. I would put a motion on the floor to. I would put a motion on the floor, Your Worship, to accept the recommendation as written. Okay, that's the motion. So all in favor? Against? See, this doesn't give them the incentive to get the budget done by the end. Why didn't you say that before we voted? Maybe you would have gone some more way. I thought that was implied. I have several days written in my calendar for the month of January, an all-day workshop, so there won't be any cancellations. <laughs> I, I thought you guys were all masters of the obvious. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay, so it's 25 to 7. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're doing pretty well here. Mm -hmm despite the grounds for groups. Uh, invitation to Carnival de Saint Isidore. So who's got a free day in February? Notably February the 16th. And who can speak French? Who's bilingual here? Oh, oh, no. oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, oh, that's because I got my daughter to coach me. <laughs> Autumn, can you write one in French too? No. We got a. Google Translate. No, she wrote it in French, and I brought it to a friend in Saint Isidore. Oh. Do not use Google. No, 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 no Google. Well, I, I would move that uh, the mayor or alternate or be enabled to attend the St. Isidore Carnival and bring greetings on behalf of the town. Okay, all in favor? So, pencil me in for February the 16th, and if I can't go, we'll get your uh, French friend to be yeah. Uh, briefing note, purple run. This is just a briefing note. That's correct, uh, Your Worship. Um, the note provided to you provides uh, a bit of background and information in relationship to the presentation council received at the last regular meeting by Purple Run. In addition to um, they submitted a zoning application request at, at the meeting. So the planning uh, developer, the planning, Alicia Modi, yes. I've lost her title, 
uh, has provided a little bit of detail in regards to that specific application and some of the detail of the work that we have done with Propolung over the last year in a bit. Um, I won't go through item by item, it's rather lengthy in regards to all the activities that uh, differing areas of your administration has been working with this particular organization. Um, getting to sort of the meat and potatoes at the back of the document in the final next step section. Um, planning and development area makes a statement in regards to um, they will be confirming back with Purple Rung that their uh, current land use bylaw amendment application is uh, incomplete. Um, there were some elements that uh, they did not have included in that application. In addition, uh, they are requesting, or Alicia Modi is specifically requesting confirmation that at this time, um, council's not in a position to move forward on that application um, in its current submission. In addition, and I won't speak to the engineering portion, I'll allow the Director of Engineering, Jim McQuaid, to do that. Um, on the community services side of things, we are continuing to work with Purple Rung and will do so into 2018 as we help them with their survey data. That's what we're looking at right now doing is assisting them to um, transpose some of the information they've received and potentially do a little more work on a survey. Um, also, on a good news note, we have confirmation um, of uh, North Peace Housing is very interested in looking at a homeless initiative. I don't have any details at this time. They are not in a position to um, formally announce or provide details yet on that initiative. They're working through a bit of their own process and we will support that organization and others as they develop their initiatives of what they may need from us, whether it's administrative level or um, corporation level, council level. So more details as they become available, we'll provide them back to council or that organization will come to council and provide that detail as we receive it also. Um, Director McQuaid, would you like to speak to the, that's as far as it goes. Okay, no worries. <laughs> uh, worship and council. So we did do a preliminary code check on the uh, housing structure that uh, Purple One was proposing. And just to give them an initial standpoint of our interpretation of what they've presented to us uh, to this point. Uh, so there's a number of questions on you know, what part of the code does that comes under. So I looked at it from three standpoints. One from the standpoint of uh, being a temporary uh, or a portable structure and it does not meet those requirements since it is uh, permanently mounted to a pile of foundation. Uh, the structures are not factory built structures, so then they don't apply to apply under the manufactured homes and recreational vehicle parts of, of the code uh, being under CSA Z240. So uh, there's also a quote in his statement that they uh, he thought they complied to Alberta Health uh, Mineral Housing Standards, and that is not where uh, that is not where that would apply. Uh, basically those structures come, they fall under part nine of the Alberta Building Code and as such they would have to comply with those portions of the code. Uh, 
uh, as say so kind of a preliminary code review on this it's not exhaustive uh, because I basically have to stop at a certain point in time and say well here are the key factors that you have to meet and they either have to comply with part 9 of the code or retain a professional engineer or an architect to make sure that they uh, substantially comply with the intent of the code. So you're thinking they need CSA approval for these products? Well, they would need to comply with the building code or they would have to have professional involvement to demonstrate how they fulfill the intent of the code. I, I learned the impression of this individual or the Purple Rum organization wants to manufacture them and to manufacture them they would need to get CSA approval. That's correct. And they would have to have uh, because at that point, like an RV or a manufactured home, they would have a CSA sticker and approval numbers on the actual structure itself. It would be no different than an RV, a manufactured home, or even uh, even uh, rig structures when they go, they're all CSA approved or CSA equivalent. They need to make sure the eaters work in these operations. That's correct, and they're they're certified as an assembly. I'm just like so. Does the Purple Ground Group and Mr. Taylor? This, I presume, this is not new information, or is it new information? Or, I guess the specific question is: Does Purple Run know something about building code and CSA standards? Does this? No. Or or, or do you know? Well. Uh, this commentary is based on the last middle that they presented to us. Uh, until that point, we didn't have any demonstration on its behalf of, you know, what code compliance he had done or what research he had done in that regard. In his latest uh, submittal, he did quote say, "Well, he thought that these met AHS's minimum housing standards, but that is not." what is determines code compliance. And I think you make the point at that point in the briefing as well, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Did they not have this information though prior to their um, last presentation from Alicia? We had spoken about code compliance back in one of our original uh, meetings together. We talked that, you know, whatever structures that they proposed had to be code compliant as uh, not only in terms of building code but fire code, electrical code. If they had ga a gas installation, it would have to be compliant to the gas code. If they had a plumbing, it would have to be compliant to the plumbing code. November 10th, 2016. So they had that information prior to presenting to Cam? It was, it was brought up in that date, yeah, of that meeting with them. I also noticed, uh, just for the sake of everyone listening around the interwebs, that uh, you missed the part in your briefing for us here about Peace River Council not caring about the homeless has been, has been uh, advertised around, understanding full well that I'm being recorded well in saying that. So, uh, not sure where that came from, but uh, no one asked me personally. That's all. Well, and it's interesting you should bring that up because I did submit uh, a comment to um, the posting in regards to that very comment that um, administration has been working with you that administration is the town of Peace River and the work that administration does is on behalf of the town of Peace River Council. 
So we are interlinked and the work that your administration is doing with your the community nonprofits is the work of council. So we received back um, further communications that I have left at that point and we will continue to work with the group and work through those conversations. Oh, so you're, what you're saying is somebody wrote on a public wall, like electronic or otherwise, yeah. that this council doesn't care about them. Uh, yes, in multiple formats. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a question. Um, you made, it, uh, there's a comment here about North Peace Housing and maybe their future yes. initiatives with homelessness. Yeah. So their homelessness project, as you understand, would be more than simply lowering, I shouldn't say simply, but lowering the rents, or not lowering the rents, um, accommodating um, revenue increase into the home and still being allowed to stay there. It's more than that? Correct. Um, they're actually looking at the City of Medicine Hats model, okay. which is, um, and I'm not an expert on that model, so I shouldn't speak in any real detail on it, but generalized format, it's sort of a housing first concept, but there are other layers to that. So it includes uh, community sports systems and agencies being directly involved in that process. Um, again, they are just starting that conversation. So there's still quite a significant amount of work to, for that to evolve and to get agencies on board and on side, there's a significant amount of work that they have to do before they could announce or roll out or whatever the case is. Yeah. So I, I guess my one concern about that is we've been told uh, many times that North Peace Housing is a regional body and there's 12 municipalities on there that are concerned with the regional aspect. So would those 12 be considered, like this is a Peace River yeah. homeless? My understanding thing? is they would want to start this as a pilot project. And again, um, hence why we're not rolling anything out for them. We're not really pushing their project because they have a lot of work to do before they get to that point of being able to say, this is what we're doing specifically. Um, so it would be a pilot project to start with potential regional uh, duplication, I guess, if you want to put it that way, where they could possibly do this in other communities where this is, um, where they are either physically located or have some resources in. It has the potential to be yeah. regional, but I think they want to start manageable and potentially work out. So my other kind of concern is, do the different agencies in Peace River um, lay by into this with North Peace Housing leading the way? Don't know. And, and that again is part of the reason why we're not getting too in depth into their project because they again have a, a quite a significant amount of work to do to communicate, to build relationships, to build partnerships to make this happen. So this is not an overnight process. Something like this will take them a significant amount of time and a lot of relationship development to get to um, an end result that uh, I think they might be looking for. And still requires some internal approvals too, I'm, I'm certain on their end of it. So is this something that the community services would sort of 
keep the pulse of over the next while in case yeah. it looked like this wasn't North Peace Housing yeah. wasn't the vehicle for this idea to move forward on? Yeah, and we are actually had spoken with North Peace Housing about stepping back from our community consultation or community conversation project. Um, one, because we thought we might end up causing confusion with groups and agencies if we're trying to do a community um, conversation, consultation, and develop a plan. And then they're trying to spearhead us. It's a specific initiative, so it requires a different type of consultation. It's not a big community consultation. This is a very specific style of uh, program initiative where you want the key agencies at the table, addictions, mental health, there are very specific groups, not necessarily prevention and municipal services. Mm -hmm. um, but we will help support them in any way we can and other groups. We will continue working with Purple Rung and um, others who are interested in these so initiatives. Purple Rung and others who have stepped forward up or however you want to word it yeah do they know that the town is stepping back from we've not specifically said we're not doing this because it's um this initiative again when we were talking about our next steps we didn't say we are for sure january this date doing x doing y we were talking more of a broader consultation so we're just kind of putting that on hold for right now, and we can have a community conversation that will help to complement this initiative slightly later on. But yes, we've, in Purple Rung's um, spoken with North Peace Housing, or North Peace Housing spoken with Purple Rung already. They've spoken to a couple of agencies and, and started their process, so we're gonna do the same thing. So the ones that were leading the candlelight vigil and that sort of thing have they been informed of uh we have to inform all of them not all are aware because i literally spoke to them uh to north peace housing on thursday morning so this is very very recent in terms of their process forward so this is fresh news i guess in a sense um and, we, and again we'll have that conversation we just need to give them a little space and time to get their project moving or get some legs under it and see if there is the support from uh, the different groups and agencies and processes that they need to put in place. So we don't want to inhibit that, but we don't want to confuse it either. So uh, we're kind of in a bit of a holding pattern in a sense. However, we also have some other initiatives that we've started. Um, one of the most pertinent, immediate ones uh, that we're putting in place is the uh, volunteer income tax program. Mm -hmm. So right now, um, if you were on uh, any sort of income support program, the chances of you getting your taxes done are pretty slim to none, which then means those individuals, those families um, are not necessarily able to access all of the very good financial programs and otherwise um, other services like the food bank because you do need a tax return completed. So the volunteer income tax will assist um, individuals and families to complete their income tax on a yearly basis and we're hoping we could do that at maybe not any time of the year but more often than the normal tax season because this potentially can be a problem throughout a whole year not just at tax season and that could really assist families a lot um, to get them into the food bank, to get them the child tax benefit. There's quite a number of uh, benefits out there if you don't have your taxes done, you don't have access to 
our taxi pass program. So it, it, that isn't up and running as yet. No, we're in the process right now of receiving training. I have two, three staff receiving training on Thursday. We have six volunteers who have signed up for the program. And we're going to be asking um, for individuals that have been a part of the candlelight vigil, that type of thing, if they would like to get involved in these types of initiatives, because they can have a very immediate impact. Um, tangible. Yeah, very tangible impact. Whereas some of these others will take some time. So is the provincial government compensating you for all this work you're doing for them? <sighs> it it uh, could be debated endlessly. Would that be the provincial government or the federal government if we're talking about taxes? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yes. Yes. July 1. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, and the volunteer income tax program is a federal government program. So it is through CRA, and they will provide laptops and software. So there is some in kind support from the federal government. Okay, we can either take a break here, recess for five, ten minutes, or we can power through and, and get it done in probably 20 minutes. We get a break or power through. Next section is reports. We have the community services monthly report. Um, so, are there any questions of Ms. Bell? On this report, I see our museum staff have declined from last year. They have. How are you going to uh, make it up in the month of December? More parties. <laughs> More teas. You're supposed to mention you, you're, you partnered with the Boreal Research Institute Oh, yes, that's coming up. For the Peace River Bird Count event. Correct. So you do that in the middle of December when all the birds are flowing south. Is that to keep the I, counting to a minimum? <laughs> I'm not familiar with the bird counting aspect of that one, so and count I, your birds. I think you misspelled Boreal there. Correct. It's very misspelled. Um, Peace River Pool, your numbers. Uh, so Lessons are up and swims are slightly down. So is that like, is 2016 to December 1st of 2017? Uh, November 30th, yes. Okay, so okay, so we're comparing apples to apples. Yeah, these are all November thirtieth statistics. Okay, you're about seventy-one short, seventy-three short. Um, and you want to comment on your uh, on the ice times? Or is yeah. Or is that a different report? No, no, it's all part of the it. behind the parent link. All those cute little kids in parent link. 
I see Athabasca Hollands is being used very much in 2013. Yeah, we and we've had a major shift in the change of our process. So therefore, it really skews the number, hence the little note at the bottom. So uh, Peace Players had a two-week automatic blackout for every production they put in place, which was also a problem for us for renting the facility because they wouldn't necessarily be using the building. Oh, but you counted that as a usage. Step. Exactly. Oh. So then when we changed that to a one-week blackout, it really shows a drop in usage. Um, okay. it, it's a little misleading. So hence the note at the bottom. But the building truly is underutilized. Um, it, the statistics are so really we, pretty flat out. So if we were to refurbish it, that would be spending good money after that? No, hopefully refurbishment will also include some uh, soundproofing, which really could assist us in then making the building more reasonable. If somebody's hosting something in the basement, um, then a full-on production or a music festival going on, on upstairs, uh, you could, they wouldn't impede each other. Because right now that's a big part of the problem. Uh, you couldn't have meditation upstairs with a drumming class going on downstairs. Wouldn't work. But it sounds like Athabasca Hall is too small for most of the community groups. For the dance groups who are doing... Um, Dances? Large productions. I, I'm <laughs> physically trying to... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're doing leaps and dancey type things. It, they're... The stage doesn't offer a ton of space, but we do have some groups that use it regularly for their year-end events, such as uh, Brenda Lindley's Highland Dance Group, Scottish Society. It's the type of dance, I believe. Maybe not great for hip hop or ballet. Yeah. It has some limitations in terms of the stage size. So if you soundproof it, can we start playing bagpipes in there? Or? That would have to be some really great soundproofing. <laughs> it's possible, I'm sure. Um, Sorry, and in, in terms of Athabasca Hall, we're doing a study this year, or what are we doing? Um, we will, during the capital uh, budget, discuss opportunities for architectural design. We, we do not require any more studies. We have many engineering studies. Many. It will be folded into our asset management yeah. review. Yeah. Um, Baytex Energy Center statistics are actually a little bit better, so that is good. Um, some cancellation, but um, a little bit more manageable. When you say it's better compared to what? Last year, in comparison to last year. These cancellations, is the ice hockey, whether it's minor hockey or figure skating or speed skating, is the arena sitting empty, not used? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, so if they were able to, if you were able to book another group yeah. in there, you wouldn't count that as a lost yeah. hour. But. That's correct, yeah. And some of, if, if there's some bookings that are far in advance, there is potential for rebooking, but all of these look like uh, yeah, they, the dates would have come and gone by now. Yeah. Well, isn't the issue really that people come in at the ICE allocation meeting and take what they had last year and they just 
So we need to change the ice allocation. We've discussed formula. different options, um, and they have pros and cons to each. Um, so every year we try to ask groups to be real, a little bit more realistic of where their usage actually is. Part of the problem, not every group has their final registration numbers by the time we do uh, prior to the ice allocation date. So if we do ice allocation in mid-June, figure skating might not have all their uh, registered um, participants until September. So then they're sort of juggling for time a little bit after. It's a bit of the nature of the beast. So Peace River Minor Hockey Association, do they run Peace River Ringette? No. So is Ringette even part of our ice allocation? Yes, yes. Oh, so they just have never canceled? Uh, correct. Yeah, today. What hours of ice they normally work? That I don't know. I have to is check it prime or non-prime? I, I don't have the schedule memorized of who has what uh, time slots. Mm -hmm. My admin does. <laughs> She'd be able to tell you. Or actually, you could go on our website and look at the schedule. It tells you um, right on the arena schedule on the website, and it also tells you what's available. Schedule.com. Well, I think if you if you don't cancel, you should probably you should probably get first uh, first dibs in the draft. Well, we've had some conversations administratively of how do we now that we're tracking this because this is our second year in a row. Um, we'd like to bring that information back to the group and say, hey, <laughs> this is what you've been giving back. Is there, see if there's any trends. Um, I know one of our user groups has been financially struggling, so they were turning back time because they couldn't afford to pay for it. So they were doing that preemptively, which is a good thing. We don't want them to just keep time just to keep it mm -hmm. and not not be able to afford it and then get themselves into a problem. So what does preemptively mean? Uh, within Before. at least the policy, yeah. And they are. They are following the policy, which has been useful. Much better. But they're it's still, still leaving, not, yeah. yeah. They're still leaving ice out there that... Yeah. And part of the struggle for the user group is uh, if somebody gives up ice time on a, um, seven days in advance, they might already have their schedule set for that weekend so they're not necessarily able to pick it up because they've already set their game schedule you know 30 days in advance so what this does is potentially open up to the public so we're getting maybe a few more birthday party rentals that kind of public rental access that's been the difference and that will improve um we found uh robbie has been tracking the number of calls she gets for private rentals, birthday parties, that type of situation. But when they know they have to come to the town office to pay, fill in a form, there's a bit of a, they don't come and do it. So once we move into the multiplex and you have your receptionist right there, we're pretty sure we'll see an uptake of that type of situation because it won't be as disconnected physically because you can't pay at the arena. And that's been a, a comment we've received in the last few months. But even coming into the town office, can't they, you know, mail the form in and yeah. send money somehow? Yeah, but they have to come in and physically 
paid the bill and they can't do that over no no we don't have a non over this phone yeah non come in system for that sorry Well, you know, Tanya, being a long-time user of the arena, a really, really long-time user, I'm looking at some of these times and going, oh, I'm so glad as a parent. I was like, yeah, give back that 7 o'clock morning time. Give it on back, right? Cancel it now. But then I look at the Feb or January 5th time that uh, figure skating has given back. It looks like it's from 4 till 6.45. Somebody's going to be really happy with minor hockey that that time's been given back because yeah. they'll be able to get a game in there. Yeah. So I think we'll see some of that cancellation get picked up at some time in the yeah. future as well. It's very possible, absolutely. Yeah. Any other questions of Ms. Bell? Well, give me your turn. Glad we don't have two-way service. I'm with you. Not getting an argument from me on that. Just one sec. Oh. I'm sorry, Your Worship. I did have one more thing. Tanya, I did see on your um, report that you talked about the volunteer coordinator workshop. Yeah. Are we, I mean, I know we've sort of floated the idea that we were going to attach something like that to our grants for groups, or is that part of our strategic planning, or is that, uh, where are we at with that? So we've uh, talked about attaching the hub to the grants to groups application, reminding um, our nonprofit groups that there is the volunteer hub where you can post your need for volunteers and hopefully we can help match you up with volunteers. Um, the car, or the uh, workshops, we haven't had any further discussions about it yet, but I think it's something maybe strategically we could have a discussion about. I know Northern Sunrise County, um, their council was requiring for every grant that they provide, <coughs> excuse me, um, they were requiring either volunteer contribution of hours or attendance at um, uh, volunteer education training, that those types of situations. So it's something we could discuss further. Your Worship, I'd like to sort of add that kind of conversation to sometime in the future with our, I don't know, I don't know the appropriate time for that discussion to continue. What do you want to That, talking a little bit more about how we're connecting our volunteers to some of the, some of the professional development that the town has been um, providing to our community. Just looking at some of the submissions to the grants for groups. I know the ones that I've submitted, even though there was a form, we always had a much clearer, I think, uh, budget laid out, because some of it was not laid out in a way that I could follow. Yeah. So you want a, profession, a professional development course on grant well, there, those already exist, Your Worship, but what I'm saying is, is if you want to come to us for money, I want you to come to us for your professional development as well. That they're, they're sort of like, you know, you want this, here's this as well, kind of thing. And I, I would like to see us have more, some more discussion on that. What that could look like. Yeah, and I'm not sure when that actually takes place, but I'm just throwing it out there. And that was prompted, why? Because what, there's one section that deals with uh, volunteers, right? And there's... That's you right. said in your report, we're having, we put on these workshops, but, but no one's attending. Correct. So we need yeah. to rethink our... Uh... Yeah, our numbers are quite low. 
those who are attending are getting tremendous value out of the, um, the workshops. So we've had some internal and a few external conversations of maybe there's a way to help these groups tie, um, if you're gonna be coming to the Town of Peace River for a level of funding, whether it's the FCSS grants to groups or council grants to groups, maybe we could ask them to also participate by educating themselves or someone within their organization because this is valuable information and they're not necessarily taking advantage of these opportunities. Um, and Northern Sunrise County has been doing it. I, at first we felt it was a little heavy handed, like, ooh, that's kind of mean. Um, but at the same token, we have seen at this very table, so many groups come to us with very complex issues that could have been addressed preemptively with some good training and education of which now we're offering. Um, yeah. So NSC says don't bother coming applying to grants to groups until your organization had people trained. I think it's a requirement sort of in conjunction with if we provide you grant dollars we have a little expectation of you participating. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I can find a little more detail around how they've done that. People getting groups to show up at the council meeting to present, yeah. present their proposal, and now you're going to ask them to go away for training. Not go away. It's all right here. <laughs> In your neighborhood. Yes. Oh, wait, okay. the Chamber of Commerce never even showed up tonight to talk about 2500 bucks. Yeah. That's the important for them. Okay. Uh, Okay, so the next one is CAO's, CAO's uh, report. Do people have questions on that? No questions on that? Are these not from counselors? Is it because you guys didn't read it or what? No, you didn't no, read it? No, or? no I don't have no. questions. <laughs> was my speaker on? No, I, it's not that I didn't read it. No, I did read it. No, I don't have any questions. All pages of council goodness in there? Yes. Well, I like uh, the traffic movements, the air traffic movements. That's uh, good information. So when you have scheduled versus non-scheduled flights, is that just for fixed point? By graph on page six and twelve. I would have to confirm that I believe that is for all flights. Okay. So scheduled flights would be obviously scheduled, non-scheduled would be charters and helicopters. Also, helicopter flights wouldn't be included in scheduled flights. They have a doctor. Lots of fires leaving. Yes. <laughs> so, are you going to be asking for more money in your payback? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to comment on any of your stuff, Mr. Harris? Uh, unless there's any specific questions, uh, you're right in your observation that we have had more fires lately than we have had all year. We're basically running about one structure fire a week. 
uh, in the county Northern Lights in the county Peace River and also mutual aid to Northern Sunrise County. Uh, so we've been busy with that. Um, so if it's a statistical audits, uh, oddity or uh, is this a trend we need to worry about? Are we failing in our preemptive, act, proactive activities or? Um, I don't think so. I think they're all, there's nothing. It's just, just statistically happened at this time. Yeah. Um, and then again, okay, the actual table of statistics is up here in November, and then the, the narrative actually, there's a slight error there, it's actually in November. So those are more fires we had in November. Um, Quite a few vehicle collisions in Peace River 43. Is that pretty typical of? Uh, those again have increased and even Adding in today, we've had two serious and one minor today as well, so another three today, and another hazmat incident today, so we've had four calls already today. Uh, well, one hazmat at the, where the uh, preliminary school was evacuated. Uh, we had two serious uh, vehicle accidents this morning on the highway, one involved a school bus on Highway 2, uh, 7.30 and 8.30 this morning. So if I were to compare this to 2016 and 2015, what are the big collisions are they up? Uh, I would say they're on par. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, for the next report, I'll, or even the year in report, we'll uh, compare the previous years, yeah, the next one. Just wondering if Mr. McQuaid is chipping out on the sand. <laughs> Getting it there as quick as we can, Just uh, other things of note, um, in November our graduation ceremony was very successful again. We graduated five new recruits, uh, four to the town of Peace River and one for the county. Oh really? Wow. Um, we brought in a new kind of designation of an engineer designation uh, for those who met the qualifications and licensing to drive all the fire department vehicles. You need an engineering degree to do that. <laughs> no, you don't. You just need a class three <laughs> license. Like a train engineer. Uh, well, I thought you'd have to recruit Mr. McQuaid with his PH. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, the uh, participation in the light up the park, we did uh, 600 hot dogs and hot chocolate. Oh, good. A very busy event as well. So. Uh, just a comment on that, your firefighter across the river with the fireworks didn't get the countdown right. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> he was, uh, he has a new system, a wireless system, and knowing when he actually just turned it on or whatever, it started the thing. Is well, that the A-Frank system that we just bought? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Just one question. I still see that the uh, alarm calls are still significantly high. Um, I know some of them are probably town-owned facilities, and a lot of them are not. Are you? Uh, are we billing for any of these false alarm calls? Are so you referring calls? on the fire stats or the bylaw one? On the fire stats. Uh, on the first page. Yeah, the October 2017 fire protection call stats. Um, There's 12 alarm calls just for the month of October. These are actually November, though, right? Yeah. The stats are October. Oh, okay. Um, 
they are they're, they're on par they're not physically high um, uh, depends what you call a false alarm if it's um, by cooking somebody cooking setting off their alarm I mean in theory that's smoke that's a like fire what I would consider a false alarm a billable that we would start billing for is if there's an identified issue with someone's fire alarm system that they are failing to correct and we get called multiple times for that when there is no um, incidence of any type of fire. Do you do you have stats or do you have the breakdown on the alarm calls from false alarms to an actual alarm call? Uh, I can be just curious to see. But again, it depends how you define a false alarm. So is 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 somebody you know? leaves the pot on the stove, it, it smokes, it sets off the fire alarm. Is that a false alarm? Because it, it's an indication of the, the potential fire. To me, a false alarm is when there's a system issue, like we have had in some buildings where um, when the power does a surge or a spike or a bump, it would set off that fire alarm to call and automatically dial the fire pump. Um, we, then in that instance, we told them that you have to fix this issue Otherwise, we will then bill you for the response. Do you get very much of that? We don't get very much of okay. so, uh, I'm very hesitant to stop billing for alarms. You know, we get called to a certain facility where they do have quite a few alarms from cooking. And if we turn around and say, we're going to charge you for each one of these, and then I say, well, then we're not going to call you. Uh, for the response of these alarms is just the officer on duty one guy going because we, we gather as much information as we can and usually on our route we determine it's not a significant fire it's just cooking um, so we don't call a big response and if, they, if we get to the point where people don't call us or they don't want to call us then we're opening ourselves up to bigger issues perpetual cost of responses to this is very there's nothing to if I'm on duty it's nothing it's, it's my response so in terms of bylaws under the taxi se section, um, it says um, one company's on notice for overdue license and two overdue di driver permits. How long do they get to continue being overdue? This is on page nine, right. I think. Um, I, I, I'm afraid I can't answer that. I don't have that information. Okay, and the um, town cabs now to be known as Grimshaw Taxi. That means it's from Grimshaw? Or is that just... I would assume it is just... I, take, I, get, I assume that they they get they, they buy on town cabs and then they slap on a Grimshaw Taxi. That could be the case. So how do we so then, okay, so Grimshaw Taxi would operate within our municipal boundaries, provided they pay that fee. Does that apply? Is it a certain dollar per car, or how do you guys work that? Um, is it per company, or? I believe it's both. There'll be a business license for the company, and then so much per, per vehicle. Cab 
stats there. When the community peace officer puts assist fire or assist EMS, would that be for uh, they're just helping in terms of a heavy patient? How would, how would the peace officer assist you when he puts it, assist fire? It would be if we have a, a vehicle accident on the scene, he would come and assist on the scene by directing traffic or Probably for EMS, it would be uh, an over uh, heavy patient, or or there again directing traffic, because you the fire department usually comes when the ambulance needs a, a lift assist, right? Yeah, yeah, we will assist for that. But the peace officer would only do that for traffic, or it, it may have been. We had a request for assistance when he was on duty, so he came and, and assisted as well. Okay. Any questions of Mr. Harris or Mr. Town, who is the acting CAO? Those uh, accidents, they, were they related, weather related? Is it so icy? Is that a. Uh, from today, I'm allowed to ask. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what, what the reasons were. The road conditions were not very good this morning. There was a bit of rain. So. Hey, engineering department's in the spotlight now on the hot seat. <laughs> um, yeah, probably the CAO, given the WCB rates that we've been uh, to uh, or the increase or we're not doing all that well on the WCB I noticed that engineering has their safety stats in there but we probably should get a safety safety stat for the whole town maybe go over another lot of time are you talking you want to see information on town incidents and that kind of stuff yeah because I can't believe it's just the engineering department that has. <laughs> or is it just the engineering department that that reports workplace safety uh, issues? As far as we're known, time lost. Uh, he said no lost time, electrical burn, no lost time. Um, no, that's something we could look at uh, adding um, uh, as a comprehensive report or ensuring that we um, tweak our other reports to uh, to include those. Uh, so you talked about the snow removal. Did we meet our target of having everything off? Did we did we meet the four day criteria? For the primary routes, yes. So the one. Uh, Probably exception to that was Main Street, where it is an Alberta Transportation's responsible, and normally they're supposed to get back to us when they need to be cleared. But I don't, I don't, 
think with a little bit of change over there uh, this year, that normal conversation that we would normally have with a couple of other folks has fallen off this year. So it's, uh, we needed to prompt them a little more to get the approval to say, yes, go ahead and, and for the main street and then we would invoice back. Right, okay, so that's the main street issue, but I, I don't get the fresh, there were a couple of streets that I was on that, uh, including my own, uh, as well as other people's that uh, didn't seem to be cleared within four days. Do we need to revisit the uh, the goal, the accountability goal, and to determine A, is it achievable, and B, why isn't it achievable? And I think that is a worthwhile conversation to have, just, just to see, you know, is it all even clear enough? Yeah. Well, and, and with all due respect, uh, we did have two snowfalls fairly close together this time, and we weren't complete on removals on the first snowfall. When we had the second snowfall, then, then again, we go back to what the priorities are and trying to clear the emergency routes and the ambassadors. So some of those get pushed back ahead or behind, so that's why we kind of saw a few streets uh, not being cleared in a in as timely a fashion as we would like. I, I think it's still worth uh, uh, myself exploring to see uh, if the targets are so realistic with uh, the way our public works is structured at the moment. Or is it a case that uh, we need to put on more contract crews uh, to supplement? So one snow removal, is it still around $70,000, $80,000, or is that changed as well? No, each snow removal and depends upon uh, how much snow we receive, and it's probably closer to about $100,000 per removal. Just one question, mine's more related to uh, the sidewalks in town, and they did phone Mr. Parker or CAO on this, but um, there is some sidewalks that I've noticed in town that the town's responsible for in, in front of parkways that haven't been cleared after two snowfalls. I'm just wondering, what are we doing there and are, is that being accomplished yet? Yes, uh, so this week we're just finishing up any cleanup activities on uh, sidewalks and for uh, any parking lots that we're responsible for. Uh, one of the other things that kind of uh, delayed us a little bit during this last go round was uh, we were down two operators uh, due to uh, injuries uh, that have been kind of going on over a couple months. Uh, and, uh, but we did hire a couple extra contract crews over the last two weeks to help supplement that as well. So uh, this week we should be all caught up with everything. My biggest, my biggest concern was I did hear some, some chatter about uh, residents being fined for not cleaning their sidewalk, but yet we haven't kind of done our own. Yes, but we were also following our snow policy, and so it stayed there. We were following that policy. So how how many complaints did you get on snow snow removal? Uh, 
I think it's about four or five. And basically, the majority of them were centered on downtown, on Main Street. in here on waste um, so I saw this in a couple of places so there was uh, so did, uh, GFL hadn't picked up some residents recycling or garbage because they're not adhering to the policy or how we so the one that has kind of cropped up over the last two weeks is uh, the alleyway behind the theater and uh, for the first week they weren't able to get in there they've got a new truck a much bigger truck that uh, due to the snowfall in there they couldn't get the truck in, into there to maneuver around it is a fairly tight access through there uh, so we since we did plow that and gravel that to make sure we could get the contractor in there last week uh, and he was able to pick up uh, the garbage and recycling at the end of last week uh, but going forward, it's going to reinforce with GFL if they encounter uh, that they're getting into a situation where they can't get into due to snowfall, that they have to let us know immediately. Uh, so that way we can go through and clear and make sure that they can get access to that. Also through uh, that alleyway being fairly tight, uh, trying to organize the residents to get uh, the garbages shifted over to the one side to make it easier for uh, the garbage truck to kind of go through it and pick them up on one side only and just make the one pass. Are you referring to the south end of town? No, this one would have been uh, right, uh, right in behind the theater, that alleyway back there. So with a larger truck, how is it handling those sort of dead-end streets in the south end? Uh, for most of the streets, he's okay. The only other challenge that he's challenged on, I think it's 107th, up in the south end. Uh, that kind of uh, by that alleyway that is by the gas meterings uh, station where they go up to Judah Hill and it's turned down on the 107. Oh, yeah. So there's a bit of a tight alleyway access to there. But uh, so far, the only one that he's really uh, come back to me and, and asked to do some work on is uh, basically the alleyway behind the theater. The other ones are tight, and but he's working through them. Have we resolved with the Peace Regional Waste Management Company the issue about recycling bags with addressable waste inside them? We uh, are underway with addressing that. We've actually got our bylaw officer kind of going around and doing closer check on recycling bags, making sure that residents are compliant with it, and where they're not compliant, and making sure that they're tagged accordingly. Uh, in, We've also uh, done some information uh, with our last uh, utility mailer in October, July? October, uh, no, December. December, the December mailer went out uh, just to reinforce with residents. Oh no, that was November. In November. Uh, to reinforce with residents uh, what is acceptable for recycling. And so between that and uh, some a little more aggressive bylaw enforcement. Hopefully, we can get that resolved. Okay. Okay.
questions from other counselors? This heat recovery um, option that you're looking at for some capital projects, is the rec center at all involved there? Uh, well, the heat or the rec center is already doing a heat recovery project and okay. we're using the waste heat from the ice plant and recovering that into the, the system. So that one's already been So which out. other? So this one here is for the uh, water treatment plant. Whereas we think that there are some opportunities that we could explore uh, to put an energy wheel to recover some of the heat and lower utility bills. Sounds good. Just like to say for the planning department, um, Christmas trees look nice. And we have one more to put up. Anybody else? Hi. I'm guessing that what's happening on 98 is in the next report, right? Because I don't see anything about that. Oh, on the 99th Street slide? No, or... it looks like it's more down. Isn't it 98 that one's down on our head? Okay, yeah. uh, so that would be the neighborhood renewal for 2018, 2019, 2020. That's the one you're referring? You know what? I see some work going on down there right now. So is I'm that wondering. Shaw? Is that internet? Or is that what that is? Yeah, is that, that what the that, internet is? It's not the town. Oh, okay. That's okay. Uh, East Link. That's East Link? Okay, that's what I'm wondering about. Yeah. 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 We, we won't be involved down at that end in May, June. Well, I had to look for something. I was like, okay, I'm not seeing anything yeah. here. Maybe it's next so, month. I, I did. I did put a little map in there where the 2018, 2019, 2020 renewal project is going. Mm -hmm. Did you have a renewal meeting? Yes, we did, and had that on Monday. Fairly successful. All the residents were uh, very interested to see what's going on. The uh, fact that they're going to be affected. Uh, we also discussed having another meeting once we've got the contract award completed on uh, the neighborhood renewal and we're looking to going out the tender probably January and you should be awarded by uh, March that kind of time frame so we'll have another uh, residence at that point and just kind of firm up uh, the schedule timelines expectations but we did talk a little bit about expectations because there was a lot of concern especially for uh, the seniors uh, about mobility issues while the neighborhood renewal was going on. And uh, so we had a, a bit of a chat with Doc and said, yeah, there's some work to do, but uh, some understanding that uh, at some point, you know, you won't be able to park your vehicle right next to your house. You may have to park it on the opposite side of the street, but we will do our best to accommodate seniors as best as we can through that process. So where did you have it and how many people attended? We had it at Athabasca Hall, and I think we were about 40 people out there. Oh, okay. So it was a good turnout. And how did you advertise it? You uh, we advertised uh, by door knockers, by email. Okay, door knockers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, on the, uh, when we were seeking re-election, I noticed when I was knocking on doors, that neighborhood, there was lots of interest in the neighborhood renewal program. So when you say 40 people, I'm not surprised because there was, there was, there was lots of interest. Did many from the very upper south end attend? I think we have about two, you talked up to one of Third Street? Yeah. But no, two residents specifically attended and we were very pleased to see that being resolved. Great. And what's been resolved in the 103rd Street? 
Well, 101st Street, uh, a number of years ago, uh, I guess there's another neighborhood renewal is scheduled to go on, and it gone up up to 103rd, but didn't complete that last like, 150 meters in the project. And uh, the road has deteriorated significantly up at, in there in the last couple of years, and uh, to the point where it's passed being a straight overlay project, it's, it's that street has to be totally redone. So one of our commitments as part of the neighborhood renewal this year was to, as going into that area, is to make sure that portion gets included uh, in next year's program. This is the river, huh? Oh, way up top. Way up. Way up top. Where? Part where of Cruz one there. on that map. Yeah. That cul-de-sac didn't get smooth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so one more question about the sanitary line that's happening or whatever up on the West Hill. Um, I've been asked by a couple of people, does that mean the grass and everything is going to look beautiful again? Once this is all done, so the the plan there is it'll be substantially complete by Christmas. We'll have a little bit of tidy up work in January, uh, as far as getting the underground structures in place, uh, and then in the spring we'll go back and uh, re-landscape policy. That's part and parcel of the project uh, because of that. Uh, uh, Marlene Kovic, as part of this project, swore up and down that uh, we make sure that when we leave this project, it's as good or better than what we found it to begin with. Good, that's great to hear. <laughs> uh, the real question then is, so you're using engineering grasses, not <laughs> park and rec natural, uh, yes, yes, the natural the grass. Thing. <laughs> Highway transportation number two seats. <laughs> It'll be dead too. <laughs> You better open it. <laughs> yeah, I can guarantee it around here. Well, the shop, shop slide was looking real green. And that's what we used there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, so uh, where is, where's our money from the federal and provincial government for the remediation? So for that project, I had a chat with our federal counterpart on Thursday afternoon. Uh, their senior board uh, approved and recommended the project uh, to the minister, so it's un it's to the minister right now. We're just waiting for his signature, and once we sign that, that signifies we it is approved, and then we can award. Uh, does the province have to sign that off? No, uh, the province has already uh, kind of guaranteed their portion of it, so I've already had that chat with them. We're just waiting for the federal government. Because the within a hundred and twenty day window, uh, we've got the twenty fifth of December, and I've asked uh, my federal counterpart again today: Is the will the ministry commit to signing it off this week so that we, we can award? So they were confident last week when I talked to them that that could happen. So I'm going to keep pestering them until I get the signature. So, um, I'll pass a motion to accept the information uh, item 9.1 through 9.3 for information. All in favor? So 
We're a formal body. We always have motions. <laughs> well, you, you spent at least more than 10 minutes in this meeting, which is good to see. We're so always we're getting, uh, so we're getting the cement, concrete situation happening across the river there. That's going to be exciting. What else are we getting that they might care about? A crematorium? Mm -hmm. Hey, that, that'll reduce your, your funeral bill. <laughs> and uh well secondary suite yeah someone wants to build something on the side of their house very exciting uh east river library system budget you want to comment on that your worship i've read it and i mean it's i don't have a lot of input maybe deputy here Master might have something to add to that. Um, probably best to look at the uh, paragraphs on pages one and two and note that new websites are in the future of all libraries and network upgrades are happening to help the computer situation. So they won't be asking us to increase our per capita contribution? I think there's a need. 637 for that. So this is under revenue on page one of the budget, or one of the page ones. 637 and library board and allotment is 275. And they're spending their million plus dollars on the renovation very uh, easily. Uh, they spend millions of dollars on ebooks these years. Yes, there's a subcommittee that's going to be dealing with um, 
TRC recommendations and uh, the committee met once and um, one of the things that is happening not just because of the committee but as a uh, one of the other projects the agency was dealing with is a blanket exercise which uh, basically is a way of um, looking at history of um, from residential schools etc in particular there's a blanket exercise that deals with the Peace River area and in particular the Duncan band I guess which deals with us and it is happening on the 19th of December and uh, any staff and counselors would be invited to that it's uh, the morning of the 19th from 9 a.m. to 12 noon and if you would like to go uh, could you please contact myself or Wendy Goulet so we can get you a spot I think that's probably one of what I will be suggesting in our Aboriginal uh, outreach um, strategy for the next coming year there'll be other ones offered too and there has been um, yeah my staff has had the opportunities to go yeah. so the town of Fish River is well represented well represented you have Alana Suter Research project with the AIC. Oh, okay. She wants to carry on. Oh, okay. And the research project's about what? I can't remember. I don't recall either. Maybe it's in a minute. Okay. It's in uh, a minute. So, 4.1. So, uh, uh, motion to accept for information items 10.1. Thank <laughs> you. 
So, Miss Hume, uh, is there anything else that needs to be highlighted that you think is worth it? No. Uh, we have our open house coming up, do we not? We should probably... Uh, Christmas party. Well, a Christmas party, I don't think is anything that... Yeah, there is an open house coming up. I don't know. What day is that again? Uh, to the 18th. Okay. From 6 it? to 8 at the Saw Ridge. One week. Oh, we're happy to have the Saw Ridge, not the library. Yep. And, uh. Which is River Room? I don't know. Um, Ruth didn't quite know the name of it. It's not the ballroom, it's the, not the Alexander McKenzie room. River. It's either river or peace. You only have two side There will be a sign at the entrance to the saw ridge. But just so council knows on that one, we have sent out a mailing in the utility bill, so every utility customer should have got it. There's radio advertising that should have taken off this week. There's newspaper advertising, including the paper offers geo-targeted online ads. So you should start seeing it pop up in your internet browsers. Uh, we've bought a Facebook-sponsored post, and we've done our regular sort of... So if you have a pop-up blocker thing, you won't see them? You won't see it. It's in the Peace River room, so presumably the rooms are conjoined. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Peace yeah. River. Ours is, I think, second. Theirs is first. Theirs yep. is first. Because they're all going to come from theirs afterwards upstairs the chamber to visit is you guys. It's 5 p.m. at the chamber. The town's is at 6 p.m. at the Saw Ridge. So there's Chrissy Crossy. Oh, just across the road. So what are we going to talk about? You will now learn the art of small talk. <laughs> so the weather. <laughs> And you can feel complaints or snow removal yes. or sanding or something. Rest assured, residents will have the topics worked out. I'll be sure to fire up my give a damn before showing. Is that recorded? I was told no one listened this way. Everybody should listen to the podcast at least once just the to see through. how it comes out. Any in-camera items in this town? Nope, never not your worship. I will take a unretained uh, motion to adjourn this particular council meeting. Ms. Downing, all in favor? Against? Let <laughs> <laughs> the record show that, or let the podcast show that this Mr. Needham voted to carry on. Carry on. Sorry, <laughs> <the> dissenting vote. <laughs>